yeah, we back. And speaking of the Knicks, Julius Randle was a whole lot to handle. Okay, he drills a game winner versus the Heat to extend the Knicks winning streak to eight games. Yes, you heard me right. Eight games. Is it too early, however, to get excited about the Knicks and what the Knicks got going on? And um, Anthony, once again, the mic is yours to kick us off. Oh, why are why you going to start with me on this one? Come on, man. It's, <laughs> it's always too early <laughs> to get excited about the Knicks because they ain't going to do nothing but blow it anyway. So I don't, I don't know what to – like, when you <laughs> – what you want me to say in this in this situation is what's been fifty years since they just they they were celebrating losing for fifty years straight the other day was that what was going on at the garden they had that event over there where they were celebrating because they hadn't won a chip in fifty years um I it's it's tough because it's not like the Knicks aren't a a, a legitimate title contending team so I just as and. As much as like I, I've I've given Jalen Brunson a lot of props this season, I said he should have made the All Star team. In all seriousness, um, but we the Knicks aren't a legitimate title contender, so why are we getting excited because they won eight games in a row? Are they going to get out the second round of the playoffs? Most likely not. So there's no reason to get excited, really. Sorry, I, mean, I know y'all Knicks fans. I'm sorry, but you got to call spade a spade, man. Zay, no, it's up to you, man. You want me to break it down for him, or you want to break it down first? Your I, call. I want to. I want to. I want to talk real quick. Go ahead, um, talk to because him. I think you know when we talk about getting out the first round. I haven't, I haven't heard the same critique of Donovan Mitchell, who um got eliminated by the guy who's on the Knicks right now, Jalen Brunson. He gave him twenty nine bucks a game against uh against the Utah Jazz last year, a Utah Jazz team that had one of the better role player role player teams. In the NBA, if not the best, you know, they had a defensive player of the year. They had the premier scorer, Donovan Mitchell. Everyone talks about his top five in uh, points per game in playoff history. Um, and he gets kicked out by guys like Jalen Brunson. Um, when we talk about Julius Randle, his ability to score the basketball, he's currently averaging 32 points per game since post All-Star break. Um, the man just shot 43 points with 61% from the field and 64% from the three-point line against the best defensive team in the NBA, and that is the Miami Heat. Um, we talk about what they had to do to get to this point where people were saying fire tips, where people were saying trade Julius Randle, where people were saying R.J. Barrett was cost way too much. We shouldn't get him. When people were saying that Jalen Brunson, that was way too much money for a bench player. And they somehow galvanized to this particular moment on an eight-game winning streak, not just playing any like any kind of bums. We beat the teams like Boston. We beat Philly. We beat um, – What's the other team we beat? We beat a couple Miami. teams in the top six. We beat Miami twice, one at home, one in the crib. So there's a lot of different situations that's happening in this New York Knicks team that is different. Josh Hart is playing the type of role that the Knicks needed, that gritty defender who doesn't – he's not afraid of causing a foul. He's not afraid of playing aggressive, not afraid of diving on the floor to get that ball, not afraid of just going to coast to coast and taking it up. There's a lot of different dynamics that the Knicks are doing, and I'm not afraid of saying the Knicks right now are the most dangerous team to play in the playoffs because you cannot take hustle away from them. What this team has that a lot of teams in the top six don't have is hustle because they rely on talent to take them there. When we play the Boston Celtics, the Boston Celtics just play talent. Oh, we got the better talent. We're going to take over. The Boston Celtics have one of the more talented teams in the NBA, but they don't hustle. Jason Taylor doesn't hustle like he used to. Jalen Brown, once he started dribbling the ball way more, he don't hustle like he used to. They take what they did against the Brooklyn Nets last year for granted when they swept them. But that was it. When they they arguably 
shouldn't have beat the Bucs if Chris Middleton was healthy. And people forget about that. People say, oh, the Bulls and Celtics are the best team in the East, but they didn't play against Chris Middleton in that playoff series. He was hurt the entire series. So it was Giannis and Drew Holiday versus the whole Celtics team. On top of that, Jimmy Butler was a, a three-ball a three miss away from taking him out the playoffs. And everyone talks about the Bulls and Celtics being this top team. They're not that solid. They don't. They, they lack a lot of discipline on that team. And we saw that in the NBA Finals when they played the Warriors. The, the Knicks right now are showing that grit, the grind, to hustle, to defend, and make the most important shots. Julius Randle was explosive last, um, last night. He showed out in Miami when the chips were falling down, when Jalen Brunson got that twisted ankle, when Mitchell Robinson had the tweak in his injury, and there was really nobody else on the team that could do something. It was Julius Randle that took it upon himself to take the game, put the team on his back, and carry them. Now, I understand it's a regular season game. The playoffs implications are different. But when we look about look at what is ahead, the potential they might play Cleveland, they may play Philly. Those two teams lack discipline. They lack hustle. They don't play 48 minutes of hustle basketball. But the Knicks are showing on its eight-game winning streak, even from January 2nd, that they're hustling at a pace that these teams cannot catch up with. They're changing the tempo. They're going from just slowing the ball up to just speeding right past you on a, on a possession-to-possession basis. This is something different from what we're used to from a Tibbs coach team. They're showing they're bought in. They're showing they're ready to rock and roll. And a lot of teams cannot work with them. And I understand we're just talking about regular season. But imagine in the playoffs in a seven-game series, a talent can't take you alone. Remember that. Talent's only so much. You have to show the hard work. Something that Donovan Mitchell has yet to show us in the playoffs. He falls off every single playoff. Even when he's the favorite, he falls off. Every single playoff, you'll have a 30-point game, one game, the next two, three games, 12, 13, 14. It, that's just his makeup. That's what Donovan Mitchell does. The Knicks, I'm not afraid if the Knicks play Cleveland first round because I think we're going to that second round. I'm not afraid of Cleveland because Cleveland has shown us time and time again, if they don't have LeBron, you cannot rely on them. And that's how I feel. Mm. Can, I just ask you, can I just ask you? I just got two questions. Yeah. <laughs> for you real quick first because you said all that about about donovan mitchell and weren't the knicks ready to damn they give up their whole roster for donovan mitchell at the beginning of the season can't be that bad that's one and two with all the good you said about the knicks and all the bad you said about these other teams do you think that the new york knicks can beat milwaukee philly boston in a seven game series it's possible it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. Not likely. Because we're talking about, like I said, hustle versus talent. Unless you said, unless you said not likely, because anything is possible. Yes. No. Anything. All right. My my thing is this. My thing is this. In a seven game series, we're talking about right now. Seven game series going against Cleveland. I got the Knicks. We're talking about Philly versus Knicks right now. I got the Knicks. The only two teams you can really question is Boston and Milwaukee. And Milwaukee is only because of Giannis. I'm not afraid of nobody else on that team. And then on Boston, you just got to configure what Tatum are we getting. Because the Tatum that we just seen, the last two games, the Boston versus the Knicks, we're cooking them. The Knicks just took out Jason Tatum and, and Jalen Brown the last two games. So it's, it's something that we're, we're seeing that the boys, like these teams are not the same. They don't have the same makeup of, oh, stars are the, the stars are the, the way to win championships. Stars are the way to this and that. Because when you're talking about a talent perspective, there's a lot of teams that have more talent than the New York Knicks. But the New York Knicks are the ones that's showing up and beating them by 20 points in these games. If you look at the Atlanta Hawks roster, you look at the Knicks roster, a lot of people will favor the Atlanta Hawks roster. The Atlanta Hawks can't touch us right now. They, they it, It's just not happening. And that's how it is with a lot of these teams. They don't show that that grit and grind that a lot that the Knicks are showing currently. And that's why these are getting, they're getting swept out in their home court. 
was the last I'm, team that won a chip without being led by stars? Maybe the, the Pistons in 2006? You can say that. Yeah, Pistons. I mean, I, look, I, I say this, man. When you talk about, um, you know, anything is possible, right? Yeah, anything is possible, man. I could date Rihanna soon, you know? That being said, um, should I get excited about the Knicks? Yes, I should be hella. Okay, I'm going to use the word hella. Use some slang up in here. Yes, I should be hella excited to be a New York Knickerbocker, man. You know, I don't want to get too emotional on the show. But, um, man, like, it, it feels good, man. You know, watch your team do their thing on a nightly basis. Like, I have something to watch. I can watch my Knicks on a regular basis and not turn off the TV, not leave during commercials and not come back. I can watch them. And it all starts with the signings that we made. And I think when you talk about free agent signing, trade deadline signing, we literally had the two best signings in both of those things. When you talk about impact, forget about the names, forget about the Kevins, forget about the Kyries. When you talk about the impact on both sides, offensively and defensively, Josh Hart, defensively, Jalen Brunson, offensively, it's made this team where it is today and where it's going and where it's headed. Now, should we get excited about winning the championship? No, obviously no. But should we be excited but be mindful of our expectations in the short term? Yes, we should. Because long term, I see the light. And that's why I'm excited. Because it's not only about today, it's about tomorrow. Tomorrow is existing, right? Tomorrow's going to come. So we got to be ready for tomorrow as well. So if we can build on today, then we're going to see a better tomorrow. And that's why I'm excited about the Knicks. You talk about Jalen Brunson, right? And now he's able to carve up a defense like a steak. Okay, with his craftiness, right? When you talk about all the guys, Julius Randle, that we have in our team, it starts with Jalen Brunson. He brought a uh, infectious energy from the summertime to our team. This team-first mindset. It's not about me. It's about the team. Two games ago, he scored 30 in the first half. 30. You know what he could have said? I'm trying to outdo Dane. I'm trying to outdo Donovan Mitchell. I want me a 70-burger. He said, you know what? Now nah, I'm going to take one shot in third quarter. I'm going to set up my teammates and let them get going. And guess what? That's a good teammate. So now everybody has bought in. Everybody, right? You talk about, let's go down the list. You talk about Josh Hart deflecting all the praise. You know, we ain't in no since your arrival. Nah, ain't got nothing to do with me, right? Let's go to Julius Randle. He came in the press conference. I remember this. Media day, right before the, you know, the training camps. His energy was infectious. I'm like, all right, this guy's going to be that all-star that he was the two years ago. Okay, I saw it when I saw him at that press conference, bro. All by his attitude. Like, he meditated. Like, he was ready to replicate that year that he had when he was an all-star. And guess what? He's an all-star now, right? Okay, cool. You talk about R.J. Barrett and his sacrifice. He's supposed to be the face of the franchise. So, you know what? Fine. I'm going to sacrifice playmaking, you know, because I'm going to accommodate Jalen Brunson, who's clearly the vocal point of the offense. Vocal part in the team, period, right? So we have guys that have sacrificed. We have guys that cheer on one another. We have guys that are not selfish. We have guys that are gritty. We have guys that are going to dive on the ball, dive on the floor for the loose balls. We have guys that are going to put their all. And you know what? Talent, Zay is right. Talent will get you far. It will get you far in life when you're talented. But if you work extra hard, you can meet that talent on the same playing field, brother. So you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say it right now. The Knicks are winning the first round series this year. And we need to be excited about that. I don't care if we play Cleveland. I don't care who we play. We're going to win the first round. Okay, we are. And that's how I'm going to leave it. So, yes. What was your I, expectations I, for the Knicks at the beginning of the year? What was my expectations? I said six seed. You know, six seed, probably first round exit. But I don't feel that way no more. I said I said 42 wins. 
in 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 the first round exit? Oh, I I don't even know. I just said forty two wins because I know for me that um the most wins the Knicks ever had with Tibbs was forty one. So I was saying they was gonna get forty two wins. I, at that point, I thought it would be a playing team because forty two and forty, I didn't see top six. Okay, so then you know what? I apologize. Y'all should be happy. Y'all expectations are so low that yeah, if they get an eight-game win streak, I get you should be happy. I'd be happy too. No, I mean, look, man, I'm we just gotta for we gotta take baby steps, man. And we gotta take baby this. steps. Then yeah, you gotta yeah, you gotta you gotta celebrate that. You gotta celebrate the small wins. So I get it. You know what? I got I, one more. I apologize. I got one more. Honest, right? One more I'm point. Gonna I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say this real quick before we get in, right? Um, Jalen Brunson. I had a couple of talks with my friends off off air. Um, before the season started, uh, the group since like a group consensus, Jalen Brunson was a top twenty point guard when we signed him. We signed him. We, he was a top twenty point guard. We were signing a bench player. Um, Julius Randle, we're trading him. Obi's gonna be the starter. Tibbs gonna get fired. Johnny Bryant, uh, Sam Cassell, or Kenny Atkinson's gonna be the new Knicks head coach. Um, Emmanuel Quickly will be the starting point guard as soon at some point in the game if Jalen Brunson doesn't work out. Um, a lot of these things, you know, it was it was head crazy because before the season started. I didn't see where the Knicks were going with Jalen Brunson as a starting point guard. He was the point guard that the Knicks have had the last 10, 15 years. That's arguably the most talented out of everyone we ever had the last 10, 15 years. Didn't see it to the point where he may be arguably, and this is a hot take, don't care, that Jalen Brunson may be right now currently the second best point guard to ever touch the basketball in New York Knicks. That's how crazy his impact has been right now. Clyde is number one. After that, you could say Jalen Brunson is better than everybody else that played point guard for the Knicks after Clyde Frazier. Because there's no one else who's who's done it to the impact and magnitude of, of what he's doing for the Knicks right now. He's the primary cause for the guys playing the way they are. He is dominant. They, they can't leave him on a one-on-one coverage. He's cooking everybody on offense, and it doesn't make sense because everything is inside that three-point line. He is getting to the paint with ease and cutting, getting to the cup with a layup, getting the and ones. Um, causing the contact, causing the physicality. No one can play him one on one. They have to put wing players on him. So now Crane Grimes, Crane Grimes open in the three point line. You got RJ open in the corner. You got Julius Randle taking guys out the paint, and you have to guard him at the three point line. It's unprecedented how much impact this one player has on the team and what it caused the offense to flow and do. And that's why for me, everything that I expected going into the season has been exceeded to unimaginary levels. I did not anticipate the Knicks being a top five fighting for the number four seed in the Eastern Conference, let alone out, a top ten record, a top ten record in the NBA. Check this out, because I heard it. I heard when we was trying to trade for Mitchell, that guy that we wanted to bring up, people was like, "We probably not even a six seed. We probably barely a six seed, even if we get Donovan Mitchell." So you mean to tell me we're gonna trade all the assets to be at the six seed when we currently right now the fifth seed? Come on. And now you look at Julius Randle, who Zay mentioned it. You know, in his first lap about his game after the All-Star break, right? Um, He scored 46, 28, 23, 21, and 43. Okay, but it's not only that. It's the fact that he's developing from the three-point line. You know, knocking down 176 from deep in 63 games. Brunson, although most of his work is inside the three-point line, he has a, um, a career high from the three-point line this year with the Knicks, right? So both Brunson and Jalen Brown, right? Not Jalen Brown. Jalen Randle, excuse me. Julius Randle, they are elevating their games. Now imagine if we get RJ Barrett on that same type of timing to elevate his game to another level. Now we probably won't even need a superstar. All you need to do is surround this team with role players, and we good to go. And I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm excited. One good last take, and I, I want to ask. I want to ask Ant real quick because um at this point, 
the Knicks are playing at an all-time level, right? They're, they're playing higher than anyone's anticipations. But let's say after the season, we're looking forward. For like I've passed this season, past the postseason. They don't win a championship. They don't make second round, whatever. What is next for them to upgrade? Because now you're seeing everyone elevating. Emmanuel quickly, Quinn Grimes, all these guys are elevating. At what point is there a player out there that should be the Knicks should go after and say he elevates our team to title contenders? He elevates our team to Eastern Conference Finals. Is there a guy out there for the Knicks, or do they have to go to the difficult route and try to groom guys and get these guys de- these guys developed into a championship level team? Um, that's a tough question because again, this is a superstar driven league and superstars honestly don't come along every day. So it's really, and it seems to be very hard for the Knicks to get a superstar. Um, so moving forward again, I, I I don't see, you know, barring like a major blockbuster trade. I don't see the, the Knicks being serious title contenders, within the next three to five years. I just, I, I just don't see it. Um, because again, superstars just don't, you know, like who, who are the Knicks going to, going to go out and get, are they going to be able to get Giannis? He's under contract. Are they going to be able to get Kevin Durant? He's under contract and he's on a winning team now. So he ain't, he ain't going nowhere. Are they going to be able to get Steph? He's not leaving golden state. So it's like, who would the Knicks realistically be able to bring in as a superstar that could, could to make them legitimate contenders? And then the other part of that is, okay, well then are you waiting on draft picks and guys to develop? That takes time. So again, I don't see, I don't see them at least for the foreseeable future for the next, after that, the next three to five years, I don't, I can't say what's going to happen after that. But again, within three to five years, you're going to be talking about Julius Randle on a decline at that point in his career because he's going to be a lot older. He's going to start coming down. Hopefully the young guys develop, but we don't know because the Knicks have been hit or miss with their young guys. You know, you, you drafted Kevin Knox in the first round, flop. You know, you, you drafted R.J. Barrett in the, in the first round. You know, I like R.J., you know what I'm saying? It's a blue devil, but he hasn't elevated his game the way even I thought that he would elevate his game at this point in, in his career. The rest of those guys, nobody's looking like in a – a potential all-star. So let me go back to my point about RJ Barrett. Cause I, you know, I referenced it as I was closing my second lap. When I talk about how Brunson was able to elevate his game to another level, how Randall was able to elevate his game this year to another level. And we get that same type of elevation and progression from RJ Barrett, would you consider us then, you know, with a couple pieces that we can surround these guys with to be a legitimate title contender. I'll leave it like that. No, um, outside of RJ developing to a legitimate superstar, no, because as of right now, because even even RJ Barrett as an all star, the Knicks aren't a legitimate title contender. Like if 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 RJ Barrett made the all star team, I still don't see the Knicks beating Boston. I still don't see them beating Philly. I still don't see them beating the Bucks. I don't see them beating Phoenix. I don't see them beating Golden State if they're healthy. I I don't see them beating Denver. There's so many teams that I just I don't see them. For me to say they're a legitimate title contender, like you got to be at least I would say ranked in like the top six of teams to be a legitimate title contender. And RJ Barrett just as an All Star isn't that. And he's uh, he's 
he's he's a ways from being an all star, but he's far far away from being a superstar. So we, we I, I won't know until we see that at least that jump to all star level. We have to see, man. Look at the end of the day, the NBA plays they request trades at an alarming rate, bro. So um, you know, and once I they it, feels- I want it is to elevate because again, I'm I'm a Duke fan, so I want RJ to elevate to that level, but I just don't see it as of right now. Now, I mean, fair game. Hopefully, when we win our first round series, because I'm calling it into existence that we're going to win our first round series, then maybe we'll have a disgruntled superstar. We get them every year that say, I want to play for the Knicks. And now there's not a lot of pressure to try to win there because we already win it. And they can just come out along. But anyway, I'm going to leave it at that. Please like and subscribe for all the up-to-date content. We've been slinging shows left and right. Slinging content left and right. Please don't miss anything. If you do, like, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a question. Something you may want to answer. Something you may have. All ideas are great ideas. Nothing's a dumb question.